everybody. I'm Chad Eckert, and that's Eric Martins. This is the Fantasy Golf Pod. Follow us every week at the Fantasy Golf Pod, where we'll be cracking beers and clicking names uh, live on the internet. Your sound's a little weird. My sound's weird? Don't yeah. say that. <laughs> it was fine before until we started. And now what? You can't hear me? No, no, it's it's super loud, so I guess it's fine. Oh, maybe because it was catching this thing over here, so we'll have, you know, my thing's a little touchy-feely. We're uh, obviously amateurs, if you haven't noticed. If you're new to this program, we're doing this in the garage, and we're in a winter hat. Got to hear you. There we you. go. It's, it's better now? Good. Perfect. Yeah. I like to yell. That's why my my, my wife <laughs> go out to the garage, dude. Uh, <laughs> I can't do this in the basement. I'll wake the whole family up. I got a kid and I got two kids, both in bed. So does Eric. That's why we get to do this for fun, for free. Just the two of us out of the goodness of our hearts because we're hashtag not experts. We're just friends discussing the names and the reasons for every PGA Tour event. We weren't going to do it for the RSM, but we made that statement for every PGA Tour event. <laughs> so here we are recognizing that this is roulette and DraftKings is a casino. So we play for low stakes. We play for a dollar in the short game. You can find us there making 20 entries. We don't waste a lot of time each week talking about the week before. We get right to it. Or should we? Should we discuss anything about the Masters? It was it was a weird Masters. Let's 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 all admit it. I mean, it was. I thought it was a great e- ending for DJ. I was. I I mean, I read. Oh, great ending. That. You mean walking off with Paulina? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was told, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, there's there's a number of yeah. angles that everyone was checking out there, for sure. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Uh, Sung J M, <laughs> my boy Sung J M, was alive and well. And your heart was full. It was great. Awesome. I was waiting for him to collapse, but that he kept saving himself. It was amazing. So it really truly was like almost better than last year where Tiger won. Because like Tiger wins, but it's that Sung J M, your baby boy, blossoming in front of your own eyes. Like it's great. So to see him, yeah. I mean, to see him keep it together, you know, yeah, it it was becoming clearer and clearer as the as the day went on on Sunday that he wasn't gonna win it. But to get second mm-hmm. in the Masters, that's still a lot of pressure. Oh, yeah. We know what I mean, he wants for, to do. Right. He wants to win a major so he can avoid military applications. I don't think it's a major, though. That was it a major. I think it's the Olympics oh. that gets him out of it. Okay. Yeah. That, so so we, well, need, we, need, we, need, we need, so we need, I mean, we, we need some. How is he not going to win the gold medal? He's so good. Well, that's another reason to root for him next year when they have the Olympics uh, next year, which got canceled this year, obviously, because of COVID. So we should just for make all the too. good players not join and let Sungjae win. Right? <laughs> what about Bryson? He got dizzy and he didn't drive it very well. Yeah, boy, that's just that. We speculate on that. Yeah, I know. We speculate on that. And it's just what what seems to be supposed to happen really often doesn't right. right oh yeah oh yeah especially in golf but in most sports too right. um tiger having a 10 on number 12 i've had a 10 I've had, i haven't even had that many 10s like honestly like i can't remember a lot of 10s that i've had i mean i might have had a 10 on like a par 5 but a par 3 that's where oh, i've never had one on a par 3 <laughs> i, I pick up after 8 
<laughs> snowman rule hello right oh. what about 2021 eric do we have any speculations on it's only 160 days away or something oh man oh man i mean dj doing what he did that was one thing that was expected and we talked about that last week i mean how does he not come in here and do well in his price and it was like how do we just we were dumb not to go 100 percent. i mean i just got to think you know he's not when will we see him next I'm not sure. I haven't looked ahead to it, but he's playing my Koba. I saw his tweet or something Is he? about how he's in the field of my Koba next week. He just doesn't care. He's like, oh, fuck it. I'll go play. No, we're going to Hawaii or wherever that is, right? Yeah. Or is it Mexico? I think it's Mexico. It's a resort, of course. You'd always yeah. get 80 80 and get the hell out of there. But <laughs> oh, in 2021 at the Masters, of course, Justin Thomas, he looks angry and poised and wants it. And you never know. Uh, with Patrick Reed, he get another jacket. He looks great at Augusta he loves it and same with Brooks Kepka. he could get a jacket some of those guys maybe if you can get him with high teens 20 to 1 uh read at like a 30 to 1 maybe you do that and you lock that in I don't know but whatever this is think? the RSM yeah. Eric should we do that yeah let's do that Oh, you guys. Okay. So as you know, uh, we are on YouTube sharing the screen and at the tippity tip top, you have oh, Webb Simpson 11.2. That's underpriced. Oh my goodness. Webb Simpson's only 11.2. Eric, I might break my principles to go with Webb Simpson, the top price guy, because that's Webb Simpson at Sea Island. Wow. It's a resort course. <gasps> Bing. Resort course. That's a buzzword. What does the resort course word trigger in you, Eric? <laughs> I'm not sure I know what you're looking for, but it just triggers in me just a fucking birdie fest. Exactly. Right? And you know who? Who dominant? Actually, not only that, it's an easy, easy fest. Easy to drive it. <laughs> easy to hit the fairways. Easy to hit the greens. Easy green to putt on. Everything about it, literally, statistically, it's easy. I've read he's. It's the third shortest driving distance total on tour. Everybody hits the fairways at a ridiculous pace. So whatever, top price guy, eleven two. That's underpriced, and I, I, I'm like, I'm serious about it because of the way that he's performed here. Have you seen Webb Simpson? He's got two runner ups. He's had three rounds here of 63 or better that'll win you a gpp he's had one time he shot 10 rounds of in the 60s in a row here he once he's combined in the last 10 years of this courses or this tournament's existence he's combined for minus 91 91 under par is better than anybody by like 20 strokes he combines his average strokes average 67 Point two. Every time he tees it up, he has a 67.2. Like yeah, even at 11.2, based on the field, it's 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 an interesting field. I I I but I never <laughs> click the top price guy. Should I click the top price guy? He's motivated, he hasn't won here. Are you taking the top price guy? Should am I a fool? Well, hey, you know who you're talking to. Of course, you're not a fool. Take the top price guy in this field. I mean, there's this is this seems like a, a slightly better field than what we've seen here previously, not by much, but by a little. And, and, you know, Webb comes in at this, at the top price roughly every time. Right. Yeah. But 11, two, I mean, like that's what, what, yeah, what would be his 11, price? 11, five, 11, five, you think would be, is, is that how underpriced more, is? Dude, right? Honestly, like this guy's so good here. And even at 11, two, Eric, I'm not alone. 
everyone is clicking Webb Simpson, and he is now the chalk of the week, an actual chalk number of a 30% (laughs) 30 projected ownership. So if you're going to go with Webb, this is all in or full fade on Webb. If you're making 20 lineups, if you're making one lineup, you might use Webb and just use him and take him because he's getting like 67.2 every time for four rounds in a row. He might shoot a 63. It's insane. Or you just full full fat fade the guy, and uh, if he you know gets tenth place, and somebody in the nine k range wins, and you know how are the lineup construction? We did the same order. thing last year. We conversated about oh he'll go tenth place, <laughs> and then he was runner up again. Yeah, right. Well, that's so. not, that's what I mean. Like I think if he's top five, top three, he's probably in the in the winning lineup, and you need him. And at thirty percent, you're fucked probably to, uh, you know, uh have any type of you know solid mega profit right well at 30 percent, dude that's too much if you wanted to cut the ownership in half you could go with the other names in the 10k range russell henley uh daryl hatton and sung jm and if you're gonna do that maybe you do eleven thousand sung jm buddy are we worried about him being tired no way he's played the most round of anybody ever uh sung jm also is great for DraftKings for a lot of reasons he birdies He's had actually 1,034 birdies in his first 4,428 holes. That equates to Sung J.M. having a birdie on every 4.3 holes. That's at least four birdies around. we're talking. And, like, he's actually played 101 rounds where he's had five or more birdies. So Sung J.M. is a birdie machine. He did had the most birdies of anyone at the Masters, and it was his first time in the Masters. Like, we're going to see Sung J.M.'s name forever. Get on board now. Buy his autograph on eBay before it goes up. <laughs> like I did. Um, but yeah, Sung J.M., maybe yeah. you pivot to him. Do you pivot to him or do you go to Hatton or do you go to Henley? Who are you going to if you pivot? Yeah, I mean, or, or, or you Fleetwood, to, dude. Well, or, or if you, you know, if you want to create, you know, barriers. I mean, you look at the, of the five up here. Only one guy at, at ten thousand up didn't play last week, and it's Russell Henley. And maybe you could, you know, create the narrative in your head that he's slightly more rested. I don't know. I mean, and Russell he's Henley, cheaper. he's ten one. Ten one. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I, I didn't experiment with two of these guys um, on a lineup. It seems I mean, like this guy's played great, Russell Henley. Oh yeah, I know. That's what I mean. So I I didn't look at what what, what we had as far as his. Uh, wanted you know oh and you know mid-teens so whatever i mean that's you expect that from all these guys so fuck yeah yeah no one cares about that it's what the fact that it's like you could get tommy fleetwood for 10-7 at low ownership he's like under 10 percent he showed up last week he wants to win we know that it's just like a course that kind of reminds me of the honda classic where he was in it up to the last second and hit it into the water going for it um but you know maybe Tommy does need a win, but did he, you know, was he bad or are we in the boat that like Tommy will never be good again? Are we in those, are we, the, or is he not that good? Is he a faker? Is he a non-killer? Cause he eats the chip or cookie from the guy in the, uh, in the gallery. And then he doesn't <laughs> care. <you know? laughs> and like, he just is ho-hum and you know, just happy with my long hair. And yeah, I, mean, I, think, that, <clears throat> I think that, you know, I, I can remember you, so on some of these weeks that you're on Tommy, I'll get a text from you on Thursday afternoon. 
this guy's a clown. He's not a killer. What was I thinking? It's like, that kind of happens each week. There's a lot of non-killers. Yeah. There's a lot of non-killers. And I mean, I'm not a Tommy backer ever, so I'm just going to keep riding that. I just but we don't. saw a little glimpse of something on, uh, you know, a couple rounds last week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a little glimpse at the Masters, but. So then what can he do? He can come here and do it, and he's at low ownership. He wants to check that box and add that to his Wikipedia page. He needs a PGA Tour win. He doesn't have one. He has a couple of oh, Euro Tour wins, and he's under 10%. <laughs> Give me some hashtag fleets. Have you seen the fleets on Twitter? I don't know what to make of that. What does that even mean? I don't understand the fleet thing, the story thing. Have you ever done a story on social media? I know I have not. I know you have an Instagram, but you never use it. I know you do you Facebook ever really. I I check in here occasionally, but yeah. And then when I see the stories, I, 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 try to get dude, what about Snapchat? Have you ever, did you ever do Snapchat? Uh, for like a minute. Yeah. See, I did Snapchat and I think Snapchat is like a story thing or like, that's how that started. And then Instagram stole that. And then Twitter's stealing that. And then now, Everything's the same. They're all the same. Should we use should we use those? Hey, comment on this post or whenever we're done and just say no or yes to stories. Should we do those? Should I try to make that fun and like give us behind the scenes people give a shit? I'll get started. No. <laughs> okay. Never mind. Let's move on just to the 9K. Kidding. Yeah. Let's move on to the 9K <laughs> names, Eric. And the most popular names in the 9K range. Let me look at the screen. Well, it starts with Fitzpatrick. He's at the top of the list at nine, nine. Harris English nine, seven. Okay, sorry. Uh, and then yeah, so Munoz, Sebastian Munoz, he's there, nine thousand on the number. So he's most wanted. And then English is the second most, and Fitzpatrick is the third most. So any interest in the Munoz chalk, Quagnus chalk donkey? Well, I mean, we we. He, the reason that he's chalk is that we saw him, you know, in the mix. I mean, they don't, they didn't show a lot of people last week. I mean, you could watch everyone if you wanted, but if you're watching the the, the main broadcast, Munoz was getting some airtime. And, and we, we told you guys Munoz was a killer and he's real. Right. Right. And he right. loves Bermuda, Bermuda. Didn't he win on Bermuda? And we told you always play Munoz on Bermuda and it's Bermuda. <laughs> it's a thing. How many people sleep on a better Bermuda? <laughs> Munoz definitely has a Bermed a bermuda pillow yeah he's got a bermuda pillow what about neiman is he ruined from last is he like coming in so motivated oh gosh oh my did he have a false negative too how pissed would you be dude that you didn't actually fail the covid test you failed you got the wrong faulty test that time yeah that's they should have they should have to do at least like if you get a positive do another one and see what it says i I don't know how that works but well like if it was tiger you think they wouldn't be like no it's fine (laughs) there's no no fucking way they're making tiger sit out because of covid hell no they're gonna be like okay tiger you can wear a mask and play alone you're playing neiman they're like "Mm, you'll be back buddy i don't know with tiger's condition these days health-wise i don't know if it's back or whatever who knows (laughs) I'd like for him to take it easy if he gets gets a bit of the COVID under his belt. But yeah, no, Neiman. Yeah, of course he'd Neiman. be fucking click pit. him, right? Jesus. Don't That's you click him? It not just because he's motivated and angry, but you click yes. him because he's been in good form. He's had a third as twenty seventh, the twenty third at the U.S. Open. It was twenty third, and then he had thirteenth, sixth, then seventeenth. I mean, these are numbers that are like good, like two, he three, was, four he shots was, away from being in contention. Right. It was him and Cameron Smith in the same price range 
before he had to withdraw were my two of my favorite plays down there. And so then, then click had, him this week. What yeah, isn't exactly. he like nine grand though? 9100 in this field. Fuck, that's great. Okay. Um, are you gonna do this? Let me ask you, does it matter if they played the masters? Does it matter if they got snubbed for playing in the masters? Does it you prefer someone that didn't play the masters? Does any of this come into equation when you're thinking about Jason Day or Louis Ustazen? Both guys that kind of Jason Day definitely shit the bed. And then Louis tried to do well, but then wasn't that great. Do you hey, care you know, about things? Hey. Are you risking a few shares on somebody that was, you know, do you care about the masters? Yeah, I care about the Masters. I, I mean, I love the Masters. You know, these guys aren't that. But are far. they tired? No, Deep. yeah, no. Here, here's what I was gonna say about this. I knew you're gonna ask this, and here's what I'm gonna say. Imagine you got to play 18 holes four days in a row at Augusta National. Are you gonna be fucking tired? Are you kidding me? It's I would be hilly, hilly course, dude. Yes, I'm gonna be tired because I had to walk it and I had to deal with the. You, all about. you had to do was walk it dude you didn't have to carry your bag you're not allowed to you're not allowed to carry your own bag at that course even if it was a non even if it was the masters if you were invited there randomly somehow okay thanks for that okay yeah so you walked around and hit balls around and fucking enjoyed the most beautiful course on the planet if these fucking guys are <laughs> tired then fuck them <laughs> okay they just got like access to the like most exclusive club and i know a lot of the places are exclusive club but this is like the most exclusive club so fuck them. They just drove or flew for 20 minutes to come to this place, a resort, easy-ass course. I think the thing we should be mostly concerned about is which of these guys are going to be off sipping, you know, drinks after after the, after their round and saying, fuck it. We're not going to know that information. Anybody that played Augusta that did well, like M, for instance, like you said, good, great, grand, wonderful. I'm playing him. Dave? Okay, and I did look up that M does kind of play well weeks in a row. Yeah. So like he's had a second and then a uh, top 10 back-to-back. The only bed of Bermuda we have to worry about is Louis Ustays and his, did his bed get shipped properly? Did it get shipped? Doubtful. So yeah. I'm not on him, but I'm on Jason Day. I like Jason Day. <laughs> He's in my player pool because probably not going to risk him if I was doing a single entry, but I'm playing 20 lineups so I can play Jason Day in a couple lineups. It was not only, it was like 14, 15, 16 months ago that he was going to like vowing that he'll be the number one player in the world. He fired Stevie Williams and he declared himself the best coach of himself and he was doing all his own thing. And then he played great, played well this summer, showed up in majors, played well at the Houston Open. So got everybody on him at the Masters and then he was bad. And it was only because he woke up Saturday and his glutes didn't activate or whatever and his back was bad. So he couldn't fire and he had six bogeys in a row. Like that'll happen. So <laughs> I think he's angry and he's going to be like 4% owned. If someone wants to return to the number one ranking in the world and bouncing back from a miscut, the masters and winning this, or at least being in contention at the RSM classic, that's a prerequisite for becoming world number one. So if Jason day wants to do that, he wants to do that now. So let's do that with him at low ownership, 4% or whatever. And he's 9,400 is price is ridiculous. That's way too high. 9,500 <clears throat> joke. Yeah of a price but that's why he's four percent you click that this is a gpp winning play we know jason day likes challenges he likes to get up maybe he wants to see what's going on with sea island give himself a run at it and he didn't get all he could out of last week so he's coming into this week extra motivated and angry and we like that so you pick him i think he could pop so i'm gonna click him into my player pool jason day yeah i'm in i'm in now too and i'll probably take three shares and that'll be plenty yeah, exactly. 4% owned. Okay, let's go down to the 
8K range. Do you pepper it this week? I'm not sure. There's some names here. The names that are being discussed and peppered the most are Doc Ooh. Redman at the 8,000 flat. That's a great juicy price for Doc. Jeez. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, then also being clicked and wanted is Kisner, 16%. Kisner, someone also very good at RSM Classic. He has 10 rounds of 66 or better, which is pretty good. He's second under par to Webb all time. So he's the second best guy. Uh, you got Harmon, also <laughs> Georgia Bulldog, 15%, 16%. So what are you doing with the chalk, Doc, Kisner? Harmon, interest or no? Well, yeah, they all seem like great plays. I mean, I think <laughs> the $8,000 Doc Redman is very, very enticing. I know. Just He's motivated, price, right? As a price point, for, for me as someone who doesn't really worry about ownership so much, so I wouldn't be surprised if that attracts a lot of attention. I mean, like, yeah, jeez. <laughs> yeah, Brian Harmon. I mean, I don't know. The, the Georgian narrative sometimes annoys the shit out of me because well, why why isn't Kevin Kisner good at the Masters? I mean, you know, he's not long, he says. No, but... yeah, well, yeah, no. And I've looked it up and like people that are Georgia people miss the cut here. Like Hudson Swafford's awful here and he's works out of here. Or something. Right. Um, I was going to ask you, though, about the guys low in this range. Poulter, Howell, Rose. Those are the names, dude. Are they the same as the guys up top? Do they care? Are they motivated even though they just played the Masters? Are they tired? You know, it's nice to see Charles Howell uh, do something because he'd been, you know, I mean, making the cut at a major. I mean, we, I don't know, we just used to seeing him perform a little bit better. I mean, the 3M Open, a third place is basically his best showing all year, besides from at the Sony 12. So it's but like, can he have a third place here too? If he got it at 3M, this is basically like 3M. Right, G. right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just to see a little bit from him i mean it's him at the shriners he loves the course he's had three or four top tens here i think it wasn't it like top no oh, yeah it's four top tens there's only three guys in the field with four top tens all time and it's webb kisner and ch3 and you get the discount with ch3 and maybe he's not the most owned but do you like i want to ask you one here yeah and who else won here mac hughes a couple years ago and now he's like even a better golfer but is he only better because he can put like jordan spieth 2015 or what's up with mac hughes at 8100 any interest for you hey i got a soft spot for good putters and guys that struggle off the tee that's kind of how i play golf myself so that's <laughs> i i kind of find my I, hey i i clicked brian gade that week a couple weeks ago for that very reason i've always you know like these dudes that just do that so you know a reason's a reason fuck it sure. I, okay. I mean if you if you think you emulate somebody's golf game fucking click them into your DraftKings lineups why i not? love that reason that's fun. yeah it now is the fun. 7k range eric it is ch ch chalky uh kind of but not really it was supposed to be chalky on sam burns but he withdrew so you can't get off of that and i was gonna lose money on sam burns for sure this week so i'm oh, kind of yeah. glad he uh withdrew. you always do yeah you always do on burns i go i go back and forth so I'm, that's why i told you i was glad he withdrew Thanks. He was only like third <laughs> in like 54 hole leader the last time I had him and all cash bigly. Where were you on that? Did you win anything? Oh, you actually, you was that the week you won with gay? Never mind. Oh, yeah. 
shit. Yes, it was. Uh, people are confused with what to do in the 7K range, but they're not confused about Denny McCarthy being underpriced at $7,700. So uh, you can't really hide from Denny. You have to pick him, don't you? Denny McCarthy, click that. Yeah, I saw I saw Denny. I, I mean, I, you know, I'm scrolling through the top price. I keep going down. I keep going down, and I see him there in the side. What the fuck? I don't know. What's the deal? Why do people hate him? Or why does DraftKings hate him? We've seen what he's done. We've seen him do well here. We've seen him do well recently. We've seen him watch him do well in years past. Denny is one of the best putters inside of 10 feet in the entire league since 2011. He's made actually, Eric, how many putts inside of 10 feet do you, what percentage of putts do you make inside of 10 feet? Uh, I would say probably like 4%, 5%. No, like 10 feet and under? You make 4, 4% of putts? I don't know. I'm guessing, yeah. It's not, I mean, that's hard. That's a Every putt time. inside of 10 feet? What are you talking about? Oh, you, probably every, make 50, pro, you make probably make 50%, dude. <laughs> I was thinking 10 feet. Yeah. Oh, ten, okay. If every it's, putt you make from 10 yeah, feet okay. and in. Okay, so nine feet, eight feet, seven feet, six feet, five foot. Yeah, sure. Okay, put me down for 40 or 50. Yeah, exactly. Okay, like I was like, okay, maybe 33% of the putts I make. Okay, this guy makes yeah. 90%. <laughs> 90%? Oh my God, he's really good at putting. And he's 7,700. Makes no sense. HV3 is down here. Austin Cook is down here. Austin Cook has the second best scoring average at the RSM Classic to anyone other than Webb with a minimum of 10 rounds, Austin Cook was a winner here. Austin Cook is kind of heating up a little bit. He is, yes. You know, uh, we saw yes. him get ruined by a baby, and uh, and he was excited. I saw him, and I thought, uh-oh. <laughs> now the baby's like probably a year and a half old. It's been a while. So he's, again, thriving on the tour. Imagine. <laughs> um, Jock names you could think about are Straka, Gooch, Poston, Cam Davis. Uh any interest in those names or like Neesmith, Norlander, anything? Are we more interested in the pivots? Because I got some good pivots in the 7K range. No, I think those are those are some names. I looked at uh, who you just talked about. Um, Norlander? Who? No, uh, not Norlander. No, no. Gooch, uh, Poston? Cook. I mean, Poston, yeah. I mean, he got You're a Poston clicker. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Poston clicker, and he's been okay. Hey, uh, don't forget about, you know, looking at the top here. Lee, uh, this is a Euro event, too. Look at all these Euros that are here. You got Lee Because of the wind. They love the wind. They, why do they like the wind? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I hate that narrative. I hate the playing most. in the wind. Do you like playing in the wind? No, and I live in the fucking windiest place ever, and I have to deal with it <laughs> constantly. And it's not just – it's I, I, you can deal with the fact that you have to club up or down or left or right or aim this way or that way. It's the sound. It's, <laughs> In your ear of Norin because of the wind. So maybe, maybe there's like a, you know, these guys that are good in the wind have the mental fortitude to deal with it. I mean, I guess that could be a thing, but who would like playing in the wind? They're a psychopath. No, I know. In my opinion. Um, this well, is a like- Euro event, though. You got, you got Lee, you got Norin, you got Wallace, you got Bird, you got Andy Sullivan, you got Danny Willett, you got all these guys. Why? They're we got to ask people that know things about the Euro tour. Do Who knows things about the Euro tour? <laughs> Bariff, the, the mega profit winner. Oh, yeah, my, <laughs> our guy. Well, not really. He doesn't like us, but maybe he does. But he, <laughs> he said no to the interview. But anyway, uh, he did win $200,000, so maybe I'll have to interview him this offseason. I don't know. 
You should tell him you want to talk to him about that. See how he did that. Uh, yeah. How did he do that? Uh, we got more things to talk about in the 7K hey, range, HV3, though. HV3, 7,400. Here's the thing about him that I, I was just looking at briefly, and then I'll let you continue on to set. This is the price you click him at. You don't click him, click him when he's 10.5. <laughs> That's an insane price for HV3. And I, you, you, all you have to do is go into DraftKings scoring. Look at his price. He does well when he's lower price when he's so does joel damon sometimes he needs 7400 and he's kind of doing don't you think why can't he win well i don't don't know because he likes to make money he's not really a a killer winner type person we know that. but it's a birdie fest and he could it's a birdie fest he could sneak some beer into his cart and play no his bag just has he has a good time all right let me ask you about this is it tringali time isn't he's he, a Georgia Tech grad. He's seventy-two hundred dollars. They'd be the only fucking reason to click Tringali. I mean, hey, why, why would we not? This is the price range we click them. Just like I was saying about HV three. This is the exactly. price range. Dude, you're an, you're a clicker of someone, or you're not. And if you're gonna not click Tringali now, as he's a Georgia Tech guy and maybe comfortable with the area, we know he needs to win. Another guy that's a Georgia Tech guy, seventy-four hundred dollars. He's here too, and he enjoys the course. This is his. Mo- there's only two, no, three other courses that Matt Kuchar enjoys more than the Sea Island, where he averages a 68 and a half every time he tees it up. Are we getting on cash game Kuchar at 74? This is a $7,400 Kuchar. Same thing as Tringali. Like, should we do it? Well, who was it that I was saying that the the comp, uh, the RBC Heritage Tournament is possible? Oh, it's a total comp. Total comp. Everybody's so, yeah, I mean, that, that makes... That makes sense to me. I was looking at him too. I mean, like he's not really been good recently. I mean, he played the Masters, missed the he cut. He missed the that cut. My wife. Surprising, and really, he missed the cut at the previous two events. I mean, people look at the Zozo and CJ. Don't forget, those are no cut events with seventy guys, and he's getting fifty four, fifty two. He's really not playing well. No, but that doesn't stop me from fucking clicking a guy yeah. who you know is a historical. He's a historical dude. He shows up. He's got sixty eight and a half every time he shows it up. Like he bare. Like he could barely historically try. Good. Historically yeah. good. It's a, it's what about a- has Stenson? Historically good. 7,100. Hendrick <laughs> Stenson has missed. He's missed three cuts in a row. Five of his last six. Actually, Eric, when was the last time, do you think, that Henrik Stenson missed four cuts in a row on PGA Tour? Oh, boy. Well, from what I know about his, he had a slump that I think happened in like the late 2000s or late 2000s, early 2010s, or I don't know. Does it go back that far or what? Oh, well, I guess I just trusted. <laughs> I trusted whatever source I was looking at, but the source that I was looking at, it has never, he has never missed four cuts in a row. Really? So he needs to make the cut here to avoid that at least. And he was at the masters. He was there. Did he for care a, though? For, for a second. And Listen he... to this, Eric. Henrik Stenson has played only eight times since he won at the Hero in December. Eight professional events in 11 months. Like, he needs to make the cut to get some reps in, bro. And he's not even making cuts. He's missed five of the last six. So he's only played 10 rounds in his last. See, 12, what was that? 14 rounds in his last six events? That's nothing. 
So he needs more time to get, is this rust? I think it's rust. So I think I can get back on Stenson at $7,100. Like that's ridiculous. He won in December against that's a resort course. Dude, think about this course. It's a Ryder cup year. Now let's go. He needs to start gathering up his Ryder cup credibility. Or is he retired? Maybe he's retired. What? He's 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 about to retire like Molinari. Like we don't like we don't know we have no but idea. But like at seventy one hundred, do you would you rather do Malnati though? Probably. I mean, yeah, I like I I'm a Malnati backer. So if you're gonna click Malnati or Stenson, who are you can click? Uh, well, I'll, Malnati, I'll, I'll go with. Yeah, you can exactly. you you're historically you're you like to click the historical. You seem to whisper those historically good names. I think that Henrik Stenson is like okay. I got to show up this week and finally gives a shit like that's people do this and they're like he won't be owned and he'll, he he's mad about his, his performance at the he thought he could show up to the masters these people think i'll just rest on my laurels and i'll just show up to the masters open the trunk grab my bag we'll go out and we'll just dominate and it's like no dude you got to practice you got to do stuff and he probably wasn't and then didn't give a shit and now we're gonna get out of the rsm and he's gonna start his focus tour <laughs> focus tour He's gonna fuck? start to get focused when he plays because he has <laughs> he's been on these resorts and all this crap, like he's been doing nothing. Maybe he's mad that he didn't do well at the Masters. I don't know. What about Stuart Sink, dude? That's your guy, and he's making his oh, yeah. 600th start. Stuart Sink, and actually, Stuart Sink and Patrick Cantley share for the most rounds of 65 or better this season so far with five. Stuart Sink is going low. Are you gonna think that he can do it now in his 600th career start? Stuart Sink. Absolutely. He was in my initial build. He's going to be a, a focal point in my player pool. Stuart Sink is, is, is doing something right now at his, uh, you know, advanced age for a, for a PGA tour player. Um, I, I mean, he's, he's playing better than Phil and those guys are both old fuckers and yeah. like, you know, so yeah. And then you put him on an easy ass resort course. I mean, this is a resort course. Keep saying resort course when you're clicking who, <laughs> Who do you think is going to enjoy a resort course more, the old man or the young man? Well, they both are, but the, the old man knows he's got an opportunity at, at the resort course. Oh, yeah, this is his chance because, like, it really is between like, – I mean, he already oh, had his chance. He just won. But did you get the hot putter? Because this is what this is about. Like, everybody can hit the irons 10 feet, but did you, how many can you make? Hey, he's playing with borrowed time at this point. He's got a win. He's got a fourth. He's got – all sorts of things going well for him right now. He doesn't care. He's gonna putt. He's gonna putt well because he's he's got nothing on his shoulders. Okay, Stuart Sink, he faced he faced old man Tom Tom Watson at the 2009 uh, Open. Did he Brian did, Gay withdraw? Did he? Let's look at Rob Bolton. Well, I wasn't gonna take Brian Gay anyways. He just won, and that's that, sad though. I like him. Did you? <laughs> you had a whole thing prepared for him? No. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> hold on. Let's look if Bolton has anything. Why does Fantasy National have that as out? I haven't seen that. Oh, Brian Gay was out ten hours ago. Okay, I guess I didn't realize that. Kramer Hickoxon. So, oops. Well, there's a million great names though down here. I mean, you hashtag could... not experts. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Brendan Steele. 
Higgs, he's at the top, but oh, who wants James Hahn? Everybody wants James Hahn. And if Hahn is popular, we're going to talk about him because we're a pro Hahn podcast. Why do we love Hahn? Because he flashes sometimes. He's flashed in good form recently. So are we ready to go in on Hahn, even though he's popular? I, I will strictly for the fact that we have a uh... – mutual friendship with him as, as a podcast <laughs> mutual <laughs> meaning he follows us and we follow him we follow him on twitter and he briefly acknowledged us a couple of years ago in a story that's you know all of a sudden it's we're realizing told. a yeah, story that's been told now yeah, exactly. also popular pat and kazire and actually when i thought about it i was like dang man patrick kazire is actually all oddly doing well which then got me kind of nervous and i was like oh my gosh i bet you pat and kazire is gonna be chalk and that's chalk that i love to fade so patrick Patton, kazire anything yeah Patton kazire i mean have no. you ever been a kazire clicker uh, i think I, I i did actually get on at the houston open uh just randomly though like i was spraying the 6k range and he ended up in my spray pattern so but I, I didn't have any other reason than the fact that I saw that he had made the cut at the Shriners, you know, uh, a month earlier. So it was that, that, that's what you're gonna have to do down here. I mean, like, take the names you like. You got Sabatini, you got Kirk, you got RCB randomly was okay last week. Was he? He was, did he miss the cut actually? David Hearn, no, Doug yeah, David Hearn. I, 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 I'm a David Hearn backer, but. He's not going to win you a GPP. I just waste my money. Him, Tom Hoagie, 6,700. Uh, Birdie Fest, Tom Hoagie is a good play. Now, he and Sungjae are the ones that have played the most rounds in the last three seasons. I just read that stat. Yeah, these guys are just out. They're just grinding out, trying to, you know, the, they want to make their cut. Well, Hoagie wants to make the cut and get the min cash. Sungjae wants to win majors. Hoagie, don't, do not compare Tom Hoagie. <laughs> They both grind and they love to play golf. Uh, what about Marty Party? How about the winners? I was going to talk about the winners. That's why I was where I, I guess I didn't realize Brian Gay was out. So I was going to mention him, Marty Laird, Hudson Swafford. Any interest? I mean, Hudson Swafford, he what we what did we see from him recently here? Well, I he mean, won, didn't he? Well, he won and then he like he does what Been he terrible since. Yeah. And this happened three years ago when he won. Um, apparently swaf daddy has never started anywhere more uh without a top 10 so he's just as bad here every time he plays so don't click hudson swafford apparently that you should fade him how about our guy chris kirk cash game chris kirk at sixty eight hundred dollars is a great price for a guy who loves this course can we believe we in course up, history I, for chris kirk well, yeah, maybe, but I think I think maybe he needs an updated uh, nickname because Cash Game Kirk is probably a bad idea. That was like two or three years ago. Yeah, right, exactly. I mean, oh. we've we've kept it. It does kind of have a nice ring to it. I know. I love alliteration. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> if you follow us on Fantasy Golf Pod, you'll see I do a lot of alliteration, and I do a lot of those dot dot dots. I don't know what that's called, but people <laughs> have called me out on that too. So keep in mind. We do those things. <laughs> you can follow us on the Fantasy Golf Pod. We're uh, live on the internet. You can do um, liking and subscribing. You can do comments. that helps the algorithm. You can follow me on Patreon. You can subscribe to my Patreon where I'm providing information, actually. It's exclusive information for $5 a month. It's good stuff. 
Can we talk about how we're going to build rosters or are you done with the 6k range? I am. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a million names. down. Oh my gosh. I forgot to talk about Fabian Gomez. Uh, Fabian Gomez is uh, the sleeper of all sleepers this week. So if you're going to click Fabian Gomez and you win a GPP, you better tag the fantasy golf Bob, because I'm telling you he's five for five, make cuts here. He was T8 in 2014. He was T23 last year. He's 0%, 6,400 Fabian Gomez. Flyer, flyer, pants on fire. If you contend, Flavian Gomez. I think it's Fabian. Flamian. Huh? I just like to call it Fabian oh. for flame. Uh, <laughs> fire. <laughs> He's nice. Fabian, whatever. <laughs> hey, 30 seconds, Houston Open. Listen, we watch golf and we hear the names. It's not like we're looking at a spreadsheet and watching a model. And that's how we are. We just miss <laughs> it. could be. I like Andrew Putnam too. Okay. I like a lot of these names down here. I mean, just, just I, I'm going to spray the 6K range. Here, this is a good transition. We're in the 6K range. I'm going to spray down here. I'm going to take a lot of names that I like, people that we've you've mentioned, and I'll probably click randomly too, because this is roulette. If this is, if, if there's any week to just click with your eyes closed, this is a, another week, Doris, <laughs> because this is super weak field. And it's at a resort course. People who are bad are going to be good. People who are good are probably going to be good. And there are going to be a couple of random goods going to be bad. You spray. spray. If, that, if, it, if it doesn't say anything to you listening at home, I am probably going to go 100% Webb Simpson. Because <laughs> there's money doesn't matter this week. Oh, my God. Money doesn't no. matter, dude. You can oh pick God. anybody. Like, Or if you're not going to click Webb, leave some money. Take a bunch of dumb like it doesn't even matter you could pick all 7k names in your giant gpp and you probably win you really could or you could leave a thousand or two off the table that's why you just click web bro and like i'm even i'm talking myself into it like he's the best player of all time here it's like he's coming off of the masters where he was actually good i mean this is like he hasn't won yet here we thought we did the same narrative last year and i like didn't click him because I thought 35%, that's bullshit. I'm not doing that. <laughs> but I'm going to do it, I think. Okay, but the values, though. There's some values. Uh, do you have any? Because we talk about that at the end of the pod each week. Our value plays. And I have three names. Do you have your... Oh, I actually have like one, two, three, four, five. Five, babe. You got a tremendous amount. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I think the most... I'll just say the obvious values that I'll be clicking and and I hope I don't cross off a couple of years, but Denny McCarthy at $7,708,000. Cross that off. Uh, Sorry. So just Denny. go ahead. I do. No, I have nothing to say about him. Value. I knew you were going to say obvious him. shock values. Yeah. Cross them off. Go. I, that those are my values. I knew that. Denny McCarthy. Them. Yeah. That's it. No. And I said, doc Redmond, 8,000. Oh, okay. I got to love doc too. Talented yeah. golfer. So you just say your other three and then we're good. Oh, I don't cool. have to say anything about them. I mean, we already went over it. It's yes, obvious. It's obvious. Okay. How do you not fucking click them? Well, if Chalk Donkey Eric's clicking them, then uh, you at home should clearly know these are the answers <laughs> to the test. You know what's going to happen to these Chalk names. Yeah. Be careful. <laughs> yeah, we're starting to get into that territory. Aren't we? Get all in, and then you go, fuck. Goodbye. See you next week. Yeah. Okay, $9,700 Harris English, a Georgia guy. In all honesty, Harris English should be in the 10K range if he's not you know, the best, second best player in the field to web, probably. Yeah, like Bermuda. Dude, Mr. English has been running off <laughs> some top sixes in the last fall, and he's been doing some top 20s this year. In fact, seven out of eight events, he was top 19. 
motivated. Literally. Actually, going into last year, he was playing better. And he was excited and ready to show off. And what did he do? He missed the cut. Because he hasn't won since 2013, so he's feeling the pressure. And uh, Harris English at $9,700 is a great click. And we remember Harris English. If it weren't for golfing savant Dustin Johnson, he would have won the Northern Trust. So was he angry? Probably. And also, we just saw him tee four or fourth at the U.S. Open in September. A month ago, he was 10th at the CJ Cup, and he followed that up with a T28, and he's annoyed. He's annoyed because he should have been playing in the Masters last week. Harris English is 36th in the world, for fuck's sake. And he's $9,700. Like, he's a good golfer. And he was just interviewed today, and he's, like, happy, smiling, doing his thing. And, like, I think he's due to win. I really think Harris English could win. So bet it, too. Click it a lot. Click your Harris Web stacks. You could do it. Get some savings. Bertie Bryan making cuts. Brian Harmon at $8,500. He hasn't missed a cut since Memorial. Brian Harmon enjoys these greens. Actually, Eric, other than our guy, Kevin Kisner, who's known as a good putter, this dude is tied with him with 24 putts outside of 20 feet here at this event. Oh, no, it wasn't Kisner. Kisner's second. Howell, the third, also has as many putts outside of 20 feet. 24 putts? Guy knows these greens. He's making long putts. That's what you need when you're making birdies. He's had some good finishes, just hasn't gotten over the hump. 8,500, Bertie Bryan. The price seems kind of high for 8.5, Brian Harmon. So maybe it tempers the ownership. And then the flyer of the week is $7,300 Maverick McNeely. You have watched us and you have heard us or me talk about Maverick McNeely. The guy's good. He's got a good putter and He's 3% owned at $7,300, and he's, I think, due to win. He's not even, like, a young guy. Like, I think he's the Sam Burns type, but in Sam Burns is, like, two years older. So this dude needs to get into contention one time or two, and then everybody will start clicking him. But at $7,300, they're scared of him because he putts too well. And what do we know on a birdie fest resort course? You want to be a good putter. So maybe you do click Mac Hughes. You do click these putters, Kisner things like that that get hot with the putter maverick neely at 7300 can be your flyer in a low 7k range like and subscribe watch us next week it might be the last time in 2020 at the maya coba what does that mean to you next week is the maya coba over thanksgiving is thanksgiving yeah no thanksgiving's the week after bro or no maya coba is the week after thanksgiving I think so. I don't remember. <laughs> well, that will be the last time you'll see us. So don't watch us next week because we won't be here. We'll be at. We'll, we'll see you next year. This is, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> you cunt. Good luck this week. Thanks for watching. Guys, it's a balmy like 60 in here. This heater is flowing some heat out, boys and girls in the garage. I gotta take this shirt off. It's hot. <laughs> it's working. Your, sound was, your sound's broken again. Oh, sorry. See you guys. Thanks for watching. Bye.